Good morning, Adam. How are you doing today? Excellent, Jack. How about yourself? Excellent as well. The sun's peeking out. Whenever the sun peeks out, it's a good day. Makes you feel better. Yeah. I'm Jack Mancini, by the way, and I'm talking to my long-term business partner, Adam Sunhalter. 20 years, Adam. Holy crap. It's a long time to be yapping at each other all the time. <laughs> a lot of, so we're a business lot of coaches with, with a company called Maximum Value Partners, and we create a podcast every week about our business dealings with small business owners. That's what we do. That's what we've been doing for years. We've probably seen and experienced personally everything that could go on in a business. It's not product that we're experts in, but the marketing and the setting up the business plan or the, uh, excuse me, terrible word, the profit plan and getting the organization uh, looked at from a behavioral standpoint, uh, developing the marketing plan, the uh, cash flow. We have a lot of good tools to help any small business owner do much better. In fact, they'll succeed defined as growing profits, sustaining profits. That's what we try to do with uh, anyone who stays committed to our program. So you should give it a shot. And today, what we're doing on our podcast, Adam and I are going to talk about using time wisely or not wisely. <clears throat> how well and how do you do Time, time preparation and time, time efficiency. How do you do that? What do you do that? Or do you just kind of react to life as you go by and maybe try to put a plan together and execute it? What do you do? You know, there, there, there's, we, we see this and we're, we're going to talk briefly about uh, selling price and issues involving selling price and time. <laughs> Selling price is probably the most complex situation you have to uh, confront as a small business owner. How do you set your selling price? How do you do this, Adam? And how do we want to allocate time? All right. Well, the, the, the question we have for you listeners is, is how much do you value your time? And to, to, to your point, Jack, if you kind of translate that into your customers, <clears throat> how do how much do they value their time? And so this this topic came up recently. We were talking to, to a coaching client recently, and and they were struggling to justify increasing their prices. They use that word justify a lot in terms of uh, just trying to convince, like, here's why it's okay for me for, for me to, to, to increase our prices. And our discussion quickly shifted to the whole idea about um, talking about what made their services different from the from the competition. And we talk about, again, the whole mindset of their ideal customer. So who's your ideal customer and, and, and what do they look like? And so if, you know, is it all about price? And if, if you're trying to build your business around being the, the, the lowest price competitor, or if the first thing you do when a prospect pushes back is you reduce your prices, well, chances are you're missing out. In fact, it's even worse than that, Jack. Ch chances are that you're now on that slippery slope of going out of business. And we say oh. that not to be, well, I say that not to be dramatic, but because somebody else 
is always willing to be more aggressive when it comes to pricing than you, Jack. And you know, they're always willing to go out of business faster than you when it comes to, you know, you can only lose money for so long. No, that's right. That's because they just don't know what to do. They right. focus on the wrong thing and it becomes a waste of time. But <laughs> to them, they got to do it because they don't know better. So if you're not going to focus on price, so, so what other options do you have, right? So, so, so what else can you think about? So if you have some other benefits of your product or service, right? So again, come back to, you know, what if your prospect values her time more than money? You know, and so come back to this coaching client we're talking about, you know, for their business, they were very responsive. So in their business, it was a big deal that they had a live person answering the phone versus, you know, you go into voicemail hell, Jack, or, you know, try to this menu, that menu, whatever, but it's a live person answering the phone. And if you didn't get a live person answering the phone, you would get a call back very quickly. All right. So, you know, depending on what, what your service or product is, often just that responsiveness and just having a, a, a live body there is very important, you know, and so people, people will value that, right. You know, for them, um, you know, things like being polite and doing what you say you're going to do, you know, some simple things that, that often you might, you might, you know, look past and they help to instill some confidence in the customer that, 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 that they've made the right decision. But it, it starts with, you know, asking kind of who's your ideal customer, you know, are they the one who shops around to save every last penny? Are those the kind of customers that you want? Maybe again, but you know, I'm not saying that that's a good or bad, but it's, it's, it's knowing who you're kind of going after. So if you want, you, you want to go after that person who's clipping coupons every week and they're only taking a vacation if they get a great deal, okay, well, just know that's who you're going after. But if you have somebody who values their time a little bit more than their money, well, you know, it's not that they want to overpay for stuff, Jack, but they realize that there's something, um, usually it's cheaper for a reason. You know, you get that, that old wise old phrase that you get what you pay for, right? <clears throat> And, and so for them, you know, it could be, you know, the service isn't that good, or maybe it takes longer than planned, or maybe there's additional effort required or frustration for the customer's part. They just don't want to deal with it, right? It's like, hey, I want to pay for it, have it be done. That's it. You know, keep it, you know, keep, keep it simple. And so one of the dangers we see with setting selling prices, Jack, come back to that is people often just look at, hey, what is my competition doing? How are they setting their rates? And then I'll often use that as my guiding, <laughs> my guiding light or, or guiding principle for what I'm going to do to set my selling price. Well, it's helpful to know what your competitors are doing, Jack. But if, if you don't understand who you're going after and who you're trying to attract, price may not even be in the top five for these people, depending, you know, again, if you're not looking for that, for that, you know, that price sensitive person, price not any, might not even be part of what, what they're looking for. Go ahead, Jack. Keep clearing your throat. I know that's what you want to interrupt. Okay. Just keep it's that it's that peanut butter getting caught in your throat. I, I think so. Don't eat peanut butter before you before you record a podcast. That's, that's a note note to self or to our audience. But I, had, I have a drink. I have a drink with me. Not a not an alcohol drink. Oh yeah, very healthy drink. Right. <laughs> this is the season. That's right. Yes. So again, come back to the, the, the setting selling price here. You know, the, the idea is, you know, know who you're going after and, and how do you, how do you start to use other parts of your business to, 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 to justify or to, to support what you're charging and to be able to talk about those things that, you know, are important to your, to your customers, not just price. Well, that's a, that's the whole idea of, of doing good marketing around your customers, understanding the, the, what your customers really do, what they're all about, 
And if you do that, you can target, you can target them on price. You know, you aren't going to fall victim to uh, kind of no negotiating with yourself on price. If somebody is really only interested in price, then they're not going to be a good customer for you down the line. It just won't be. Uh, it, it always starts to break down because there's a bit of resentment that comes in there. You know, and at the same time, if you aren't reasonable in setting your price, there's going to be issues. There'll be issues with that. So how much time do you want to spend on price? We have prices that, that are established based on looking at costs, looking at the, uh, the nature of the customer that, you know, comes from evaluating them with, with uh, different meetings, different subjects in our marketing, that we come up with a, a profile of an ideal customer. And usually price isn't in the conversation too much, which is a good thing. So you end up with, you know, a better use of time because more has been put into the discussion of price. And that's the subject, using our time better and wasting it on, on things like that. Uh, again, it's just that a waste. Yeah, so you as the owner are trying to figure out how do you set your price and, and, and focusing on what makes your, your services different. And again, not, not to put whatever, maybe you're that person who, who does price shop a lot, right? Well, it's okay. That doesn't mean that necessarily your customers think the same way. That's a, that's a common challenge. We somebody just mentioned that to us this morning, Jackson, we were talking to today. I learned a long time ago not to necessarily base my decisions on my customers based on how I would do things because we don't necessarily think the same. That's, that's, a, that's another <laughs> common challenge, right? Where, where folks just kind of fall into that trap of, well, hey, I wouldn't do it that way, Jack, or I don't buy that way. Well, so what? Maybe you aren't, you aren't the customer that, that we're trying to go after. That's okay, too. Again, we, we, don't necessarily, we aren't necessarily targets for our, for our own customer you know, or for our own business from that standpoint, Jack, right? But it's, if, we don't, if we don't appreciate that, and if you look at the customer, if you think about all they care about is price, that's what we lead with then that's what they're going to be going after to your point. And, and you're going to probably chase away a lot of good customers that way. If all of a sudden you reduce your price pretty quickly, that starts to give me lack of confidence in you. Well, again, I was asking about, you know, your, your price a little bit, Jack. I wasn't even pushing you hard on it. I just I want, to, want to understand a little bit. And the first thing you do is, is you give me a deal. Well, today only, right? Or, hey, let me talk to my manager. Well, wait a minute. That's, I just want to understand, help me understand why you're charging what you charge or in terms of why, if it's a premium, okay, we we'll just understand why. And, and what are you going to promise me? What are you going to do to get me comfortable? This is, this is the, this is the, the right price in terms of what's kind of going on. So it comes back to again, valuing your customer's time, how they value their time. How do you value your time as an owner and where are you spending that time? So are you spending it finding ways to reduce your prices or are you spending it trying to understand your customers better in terms of what they're doing and what makes, makes their buying decision and how they're, how they're able to go about doing that. Well, that's not uh, that's not a subject that most people like to talk about. Price, they get uh, very, very. Uh, let's say a lot of anxiousness comes about having to announce a price increase. Even in today's world, with the uh, craziness of inflation looming over our head here, to be out of control here in within six months to nine months. Um, people are still hesitant to use price or to, to say, hey, I got a price increase due to whatever. So 
Why does that happen, Adam? You got the uh, you got the answers to those kind of things. I'll come back to that that, that word justify I was using here at the, at the opening that, that our client was using, Jack. We're constantly trying to justify stuff versus just presenting what what you do. Present the value that your that your product or service offers. And there should be diff uh, if you can't differentiate between what you offer and what your competition offers, well, you maybe need to be spending your time on that. Spend your time and figure out well, how do we differentiate ourselves? How do we communicate what's different for us versus spending our time in terms of let's let's reduce or adjust our rates or, or, or our pricing on it. And to be able to, again, as you're talking to and thinking about customers you're trying to get, do you want customers to value their time or ones that only care about the money? And don't really value their time at all because again it seems insane to me to spend all untold hours looking to save pennies jack or even dollars again we can come back to you want you know a lot of folks just want to know something's going to get done and get done right and i'm willing to pay for it you know again you know don't don't rake me over the coals or way overcharging but again you know i'm willing to pay for good service i don't think i'm unusual that way jack no you aren't not at all I think most people would would say that. Adam. And if you think long and hard about it over you know over the course of your your business career, if you think about those folks who are very price sensitive, usually they come to be a pain in the buttinsky, aren't they? They're they're usually your your favorite your favorite customers over <laughs> over the years. I think so, so. To your point, if you do give in on it, then yeah, you happen to maybe you you get the sale, you know that that, that, that short term sale, Jack, but you're not necessarily gaining a customer. Because if they're going to price shop, and it's something we've, we've discussed before too, in terms of employees, Jack, in terms of paying paying employees, it's not all about the money. If you, if you make it all about the money, then that's what usually you, you attract, right? And if you have a you know if somebody's working for you that's willing to go down the street to your competitor for an extra dollar an hour, well, okay, your chances are you're going to be able to keep that employee for a long time. Same thing's true of your customers. If that's all you're going to be competing upon is price, that's what you lead with. That's what you, that's what you talk about. And that's who you're likely to attract. So we want to that's make sure right. about it, you know, because otherwise when you spend time with those pain in the butt clients or customers, Jack, it takes a lot of your time, doesn't it? That's why they're, that's why they're pain in the butt. <laughs> you guys got questions and things and they aren't happy about this. Or they aren't happy about that. And it's like, well, look, that's why we're charging you a cheap price because we're not giving you very good service. That's what, you know, you didn't pay for that, that premium service, Jack. That's right. Yeah. It goes hand in glove. It, it uh, most people don't realize that. That's a tradition in this country not to negotiate, not to negotiate on price unless, unless you're trying to, <laughs> unless you're trying to uh, aggravate the other side. The price should be explained. You should uh, value our service, value our our uh, attention given to you, and it never fails. We don't fail. We go out of the way to make sure that you're happy, you're comfortable. And therefore, it may, in the scheme of things, require a premium price, but that's okay. Depending on how you run your organization, you think you think price, price, and valuing your time are in the top five uh, considerations for a good company. Probably, yeah. Right. Unfortunately, I think too many of them get stuck with just the price. <clears throat> That's where that's where it becomes difficult, and it's coming back to this being able to again differentiate yourself, but also again coming back to knowing who your customers are, knowing who your good customers are. You know, we we joke a lot about you know 
firing customers and, and, and how many owners we talk to when we ask them the question, you know, when's the last customer you fired? They'll often get one of those sheepish grins, maybe turn a little red. And well, I have thought about it recently, or, but you know, they, they often haven't done it. And it can be very uh, freeing, very energizing for you and the team to move on from some of your customers who aren't necessarily the best customers from that standpoint. So mm-hmm. it's making sure that you approach it the right way, approaching it in terms of <clears throat> how do you value your time as a, as a business and as a business owner, and how, how do your customers value their time? And is those, are those folks you want to be kind of going after? So it's a choice. So no matter where you are today in your business, you can always make the choice to, to, to shift or adjust that. And start to go after those folks. And again, if you if you don't lead with price, you might be amazed at what kind of discussions you have in terms of how you're able to communicate and also deliver value and really differentiate yourselves and get some raving customers and some raving fans, as opposed to upset customers who didn't pay you very well. You may have even lost money in that customer, and then they're going around bad mouthing you about the bad service or product that, that they got from you. I think that's pretty common. You know, I, there are a lot of people, most people are out there, unfortunately, like that. They, you know, they, they drive the price down and you reluctantly give them the, the price they want, but sometimes it becomes personal, which is silly. There's really a waste of time. Right. So, yeah. So, again, when we talk about the whole idea of valuing your time, we, we, could, we could talk about this for, for a long time in different angles, Jack. The, the angle uh, for today's show is just to talk about the, from the pricing standpoint. There's one key thing where people, I think they, they often maybe overlook the whole valuing time thing from both their business standpoint, but as well as their customer standpoint and how they're presenting what's going on, how they're presenting what they do and the value that, that they offer to their customers and not under not undervaluing that from what you do and, and what you're able to, to provide to your customers. Okay. So yeah, so that's what we want to kind of cover today. We got a sh- it's a short but sweet topic. We thought it was a good topic to, to kind of address. Uh, it's, a to- it's a discussion we had recently, like I said, with one of our coaching clients, and we know that it's a it's a common challenge for folks over the years we've talked to that will tend to unfortunately lead with price and not necessarily value their time or the time of their clients very very well. So well so said. That's right. So we appreciate you listening to, to today's show. If you missed any of our prior shows, you can get them all at DirtySecretsOfSmallBusiness.com. All of our shows are kind of geared towards lasting over time. They're, they're, they're good business tips in terms of how to run and operate and profitably grow your small business. This is episode 310. We've been doing this for over uh, six years now, and we've been doing this every week. I have a lot of fun kind of doing it. <clears throat> if you have a smart device, you can go to whatever your favorite podcast player is, whether it be iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business. You can subscribe to the show. We usually drop a new episode every Thursday. It'll be delivered right there to your smart device. You can get, get, get all of our episodes there as well. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. We love those, uh, those five-star reviews. are fantastic. If you have any questions or, or comments you'd like to leave for us, you can email us at radio at MaximumVP.com or give us a call, 877-849-0670. So that's our show for this week. Appreciate you joining us, and we will talk with you all next week. I know.